what is up guys welcome back to the chillin with dylan podcast and today we're chilling with kayla yo um first episode not by myself it's kind of weird i was just telling caleb how weird it is but it's not weird unless i make it weird um but yep this is my homie caleb uh i guess uh yeah, I met him at work, mm-hmm. um, and we, I don't know, we just work in the same department, and we just started being friends, I guess, or somehow. And yeah. Do you even remember, like, I mean, I remember, like, the first time I, like, met you, I think, but I didn't start, like, talking to you for a long time, but that's yeah. just how I am with everyone. Yeah, I remember, like, when we first went by each other we did not even acknowledge each other's <laughs> existence at all yeah i kind of do that with everyone though i'm just weird yeah but, no i remember i got moved over to the big line and then like there was one saturday we were the only two ones there and we just <laughs> never talked to each other the whole time <laughs> <laughs> yeah now it's like mm-hmm. we probably talk more than we don't right and i don't know lately it's We've been up in our own zones, but right. um, but if if I haven't said this before, we work together at this place called Foam Core. It's freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. We make furniture, and uh, it's freaking awesome. Yeah, it's fun. I don't know. We make a lot of cool. Until you shoot shit. yourself with a staple gun. Yeah. But even that's a little fun. <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, we're we're chilling at Caleb's house right now, mm-hmm. not in the van. Uh, it's kind of weird being in a house. <laughs> um, but uh, we just got back from the gym, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, we've been working out for a couple months now. What like a few months? Yeah, like at least probably four now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I I mean I started in January. That was, like, my New Year's resolution. Yeah. But then, like, we started going together. It was probably, like, March, right? Yeah, I think it was about March. Because, uh... Yeah, I know I wanted to go because I I had that whole bad, like, drug experience. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I needed to start working on myself and what better way than working out with the homie Caleb yeah for sure I mean it's like a lot more fun working out with somebody else it's like you can motivate each other dude see if I wasn't going with you I would have absolutely no idea what the hell I'm doing (laughs) like I'd be walking around in there just like staring at people trying to find out how to yeah <laughs> lift a dumbbell yeah i still do that though like if i've never used a machine i'll just like creep on someone and see how they're doing it yeah sometimes it feels weird but you gotta do what you gotta do mm-hmm. and hey maybe that person is just like dang i must be looking sexy today <laughs> right um yeah. yeah i don't know yeah working out with partner it's like you can see each other's like gains better than you see your own yeah, yeah. Because, like, you, you always underestimate your own growth, but when you see, like, mm-hmm. you know, somebody that's doing the same thing as you, 
and you're seeing that they're growing and you're doing the same shit you know you're growing too right yeah because i didn't take any like before pictures so it's hard to remember what i looked like yeah but, like looking at you i mean mr broomstick arms yeah like, not anymore yeah man but it's harder to see on yourself yeah for sure because like i found that there's always just this voice that's trying to just like discredit you for your efforts right and it's really easy to listen to that voice and you know mm-hmm. sell yourself short but fuck that voice <laughs> man i named that voice like Bernard, because <laughs> Bernard just sounds like a douchebag. Not every Bernard that listens is gonna be offended. I don't know if that, is anyone. That was your one viewer, Bernard. Oh man, now he's gone. Uh, do you think anyone is even really named Bernard? <laughs> yeah, I feel like I know Bernard. Not off the top, not off the top of my head, but I definitely have known one before. When I meet a Bernard, I better look up into the sky and see pigs flying. <laughs> I swear to God. Um, no, but, um, what was I saying about, uh, partners? Like, like it's easier to see your oh, yeah. progress mm-hmm. on them, basically. Right. Because, like, I've always, I've always been, like, a runner. Yeah. And that's, like, a really, like, personal workout. Like, you can have running partners, and that's cool, too, but really like the only person who's going to be at the same pace or at the same level as you like with yourself yeah because like not everyone's like on a weight machine it's not like you're going anywhere you're right. just there mm-hmm. and like when you're running it's like you're literally running no one's yeah gonna, if you're fast too no one's gonna keep up with you right or if you're slow <laughs> uh, when i was in cross country i was one of the slower ones like probably my freshman year and it was super embarrassing because they they were like the slowest is the fastest and they would put me in the front and then everyone would run behind me but like i was going like way slower than they wanted to go <laughs> so it was like super yeah awkward. that would be super awkward but i would purposely just walk <laughs> honestly just to piss everyone off because it would be funny yeah um but running like is probably how like, I have motivation to work out regularly because yeah. that was, like, the first thing that I did a lot. So I kind of am used to, like, sticking to a routine. So did you have you ever, like, had the, like, what they call the runner's high or whatever? Uh, I mean, I don't think so. I mean, I've had it in, like, other forms of life. Like, um... When I'm studying, mm-hmm. like you'll just get on a roll. You know what I mean? Yeah. You feel like you're just consuming information like left and right, like you're going at your peak performance. But like, I've never been in the middle of a run and been like, "Oh, like that's the runner's high." Like I'm feeling it right now. But mm-hmm. like I probably have. I think I hear a lot of people say it's like when you're done running. Oh yeah, I mean you feel amazing after a run. Yeah, like, I, I believe it. I always said, like, I've never 
wished I didn't do a run afterwards. Yeah, that's like how I've, I feel. I've always been like out. super glad after. Like it sucks when you're doing it. <laughs> like yeah. running 13 miles, like sucks. Yeah, fuck <laughs> that, dude. But afterwards, like, I mean, you might like have a stomach ache if you drink too much water or something. But no, I mean, you just feel like so accomplished after a run. Like yeah. I don't have to do anything else the rest of the day. Like, yeah, like you, you. I was productive. <laughs> you, you built yourself up. Mm-hmm. Like even if, even when it's something as simple as running or, you know, I don't know anything really that is like creative in your life. Right. It'll make you feel good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And exactly. Like the runner's high isn't just for runners. Yeah. Like. It's in all kinds of forms. Yeah. With like, like everything. Playing a video game. Like uh you start performing super well and you just get in the zone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or baseball or football or anything. Like, yeah. Cause I think it's just because it takes you know it takes your full attention to do those things and you can't really think about, you know, mm-hmm. the problems and, you know, the everyday yeah. bullshit yeah. that we all deal with. Well, that's the thing with running, like, it's just you and your mind, like, when yeah. you're running by yourself. Yeah. So, and sometimes that would be why I would run so slow, it's just because I'm just thinking so much. Yeah. Like, um, I, I forget, I do forget that I'm running, because I just kind of, you know, um, I'm thinking about life. Yeah. And uh, running is just kind of a way to, like, meditate in a way. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Like, I tell so many people that, like, meditation doesn't just have to be sitting in mm-hmm. a room with your eyes closed. Like, it can be drawing or anything that for sure just kind of, you know, gets you in right now rather than the past or worrying about the future. Because, like I said, it takes your full attention, and, you know, there's power in where your attention is going. Mm-hmm, yeah. But at the same time, like, at a, on a race, you don't really want to be thinking about life. Yeah, like you don't have to be thinking about the finish line. Yeah, huh? right. But uh, I was, the reason I was bad at cross country, in my opinion, was... I would, like you said, I would, I would always be thinking about that finish line. So when I would get to the last mile, I'd be like, oh, man, this is the last mile. Like, I got to go hard. And I'd get in my mind, like I'd get in my head, and then my body would start hurting. Yeah, and like, I see. I got a cramp. Or, like, I would, I would slow down. So it's like a really mental, mental thing. Yeah. Like you, uh, like you talk about... Um, you, like you talk about manifestation all the time mm-hmm. um, and that's one that's one part of manifestation that I do believe in but it's like your mind has a lot of control over how you feel yeah so like when I tell myself it's supposed to hurt like it's gonna hurt <laughs> exactly I mean like honestly I think that's where all diseases and everything come from because you know I, I personally think it's just you know, like, I look at animals, and, you know, they don't think, they don't really stress unless they're running from something that could actually kill them. Right. But we, you know, we have all this unnecessary stress, and, you know, I think that's where, 
Because, like, you don't see that many animals with, like, this diseases, really. Like, you do, but it's not right. nearly as common as in humans. And, you know, I think it's just because they don't have that capacity to think about stressful things unless yeah. they have to. Because mm-hmm. they're, they're operating fully on instinct. Yeah. That's a, such a weird concept. Like, I look at a spider, and I'm like, what is he thinking? Like, he's basically just looking for his next meal constantly. Yeah. Like, like they don't have any, like, any goals or any, like, stress. Like, all, all they are thinking about is, like, survival. Yeah, and that, that's kind of what I was talking about last night. Like, you know, I, we're, you know, we're not better than animals because we're, we are animals, but right. we're obviously more advanced so you know we don't have to just survive we can live Mm -hmm. because you know survival thinking in survival mode that's just you know always being in fear of death right really and if you're afraid of death then you're already dead you're not really living Mm -hmm. um yeah i mean i wonder if it's there's a healthy part to being afraid of death like you shouldn't constantly think about it and like be afraid to live because of it but at the same time if you lived forever what would be the reason to like rush to do anything exactly like you could just oh i'll do it tomorrow you can do that for infinity yeah like death is kind of a motivator for me to like get shit done yeah and you know like because my whole thing is i don't want to die with any regrets Mm -hmm. and you know you don't know when it's gonna happen or yeah. how it's gonna happen or whatever right so it's not like you can prepare for it mm-hmm. so you know whatever you want to do yeah it's best to just do it as soon as possible and you know mm-hmm. you just cross that shit off your bucket list man right yeah my like one of my biggest fears when people ask me that is like you know that feeling uh like when you were in high school and you have like a christmas break like yeah, a, a long break, and you're sitting in bed on like Sunday night, and like you think back to how you didn't use your break well enough, and you're like, man, I wish I would done this, or like I yeah. gotta go to school tomorrow. Like that break went by so fast, I feel like I didn't do anything. Like you know that feeling, like that pit yeah. in your stomach, like like you, on a Sunday night, like you know you just wasted your time. Right. Like my fear is like laying on my deathbed and like having that feeling about my entire life like that would suck yeah like to be like man like that went way too fast like i feel like i didn't do anything yeah you know i think there's too many people that go out that way Mm -hmm. and you know i personally believe in the afterlife but i can't know that for certain right but you know Mm -hmm. That is one of the things that kind of helps me also, you know, get shit done. Because how I think of it is, like, you know, I think we worked our way up through... Like, I think we started off as just basic matter. And then Mm -hmm. we worked our way up to, like, plants, animals, and, and, like, different lives. And, you know, we learn whatever we have to learn in each of those stages. And, you know, once you learn you know what you need to learn to move on to the next stage like i basically see 
this whole thing is like a video game and right. like when you die you just you don't actually die you just transition to the next level and if you didn't you know get where you wanted to go in this life you'll just come back until you learn yep. you know that's just my beliefs but mm -hmm. you know it kind of keeps me think you know operating the way that i know i should yeah you know i mean when, i would i would challenge you because as an atheist people like christians will ask me like what is the point then like if you just live and you die then what's the point yeah like, well, if there's nothing after this then why are you even living i'm like well that's a motivator for me like this is the one shot that i have yeah like exactly. i got lucky enough to be conscious in this like amazing universe yeah like that we know nothing about i got super lucky to be, like have this shot yeah and so, it's the only one I, that i got that's what i believe so i like i don't know that's my motivator to live yeah. see i mean i i don't have anything against anybody's beliefs like as long as your beliefs keep you doing what you know you got to do like mm -hmm. and so be it you know we'll all find out one day what happens right so you know that that's the thing too i wonder about it all the time but i don't try to think about it because it's not happening right now so why you know i'll figure it out we'll all figure it out mm. um i don't know my my only reason why i highly believe that there is an afterlife or whatever or reincarnation whatever mm. is that you know Neither matter nor energy can be created or destroyed, and you know, it it only makes sense that you know there's energy that is controlling you know my arms and everything, yeah. because that that you can't see that force that is right. doing that. You know, mm -hmm. they could say, oh, it's this in the brain, but how can we know for certain? Yeah, I mean, like, um, there has to be some some type of energy, like moving your arm you know what i mean yeah like uh that water bottle right there isn't just gonna move by itself it has to have an outside force acting on it yeah so i do believe that there's something that we don't know about like some like something in your consciousness in your brain that makes your body move yeah like yeah i i agree we know nothing about that yeah it's impossible mm -hmm. like unless you're literally god or whatever or source you know the quote unquote creator you can't possibly know that right and i think it's just so arrogant that you know there are so many people out there that you know they get boxed into one religion and mm -hmm. they are like this is it you know yeah. i know for a fact and I then the like, funny thing is you know they say oh this is the way but they're miserable people and mm -hmm. they are horrible people for the most part most i mean not all of them i can't say that because you know a lot of people you know most people don't know what they're really looking into you know they mm -hmm. just think oh everybody else believes this so well, most people are born into it yeah without like, a choice that's what i hate about um people mostly in america i i'll say like they're like born mostly into christianity here and then they assume that that's like the only religion in the world 
When in yeah. reality, there's like thousands of different religions. Yeah. And they all believe that they're right. I'm like, what are the chances that, like, you out of thousands have it completely right? Yeah. I'm like, it's really arrogant for you to think that those millions of people over in India, like, are all wrong. Yeah. Because they were born into the wrong religion. Like, why would... This kind of puts me on a tangent, but... Yeah, I why do would, that all the time. Why would God have millions and billions of people born in the wrong country to exactly. worship the wrong religion? Like, it's a fact that the, re- the religion that you're born into is probably what you're going to stay with for yeah. the longest. Unless you're, like exposed to a different religion but that means that god created those people to be born into those countries to worship the wrong god to go to hell yeah so basically the thing is if that you know if that were the case then god is picking favorites right and that you know a real god would not do that we'd all be created equally with all the same Mm. abilities and rights and you know yeah like i feel like a loving god like every single religion like quotes like this loving all-powerful god why would that loving god like purposely do that yeah exactly you know all of these a lot of these uh traditional religions they just are filled with contradictions Mm -hmm. and you know my whole thing is i think that they're all talking about the same principles but you know how i see it is you know they they kind of coded it like you know made it secret so the wrong people couldn't get you know you know hurt other people with spiritual power or whatever Mm -hmm. you know i because i've read parts of the bible parts of the kabbalah parts of uh what was that one i think so is it though is that the um Quran, Quran. I don't know how to say it. I'm ignorant. Or no, the the uh, Bhagavad Gita. Oh. I've read some of that, and you know they, they all have. If you look past, you know, all the characters and all of the, you know. The stories. If you look behind it, a lot of it is just saying the same kind of right. stuff in a different way. Mm-hmm. And you know, I think there is some some deep spiritual truths hidden in all of that stuff but mm. over time i think you know people realized the power that could be had with that kind of stuff and you know they didn't like that they didn't like that anybody could do it so they edited these texts these original texts to fit their agenda yeah i mean i don't know what I believe is, like, humans naturally have a, like, want a, a, a desire for, like, a higher purpose. Yeah. And um, I think that working towards something, like an afterlife, is a really easy thing to, um, like really easy thing to believe because all all religions believe in the afterlife pretty yeah. much. So it's like not a coincidence that they're all talking about the exact same thing. Like 
I don't know. We want, we like desperately want, like a higher purpose. Yeah. Because right. like we just aren't satisfied with our life. Like, we you could be a professional athlete, but like you probably aren't going to be completely satisfied with your life. Yeah. Like there's always that empty feeling, like that feeling that you're chasing of being satisfied. See, the thing I've found, you know, I've probably said this to you before, but, you know, you can't reach for anything outside of yourself to feel satisfied because if you're not happy inside, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what's outside. You're not, you know, that wherever you go, there you are, you know. Right. If you're not happy now, inside, you know, what makes you think moving to florida with some hot bitch is gonna make you happy right. you know maybe it'll feel good but after a while once that initial like gratification wears off mm-hmm. you know you're gonna be right back where you started but yeah. you're just gonna be in florida with some random bitch you never met before yeah i mean like they say like money doesn't buy happiness yeah so you gotta find you get you definitely have to find like the purpose like within yeah within yourself and, you know, the funny thing is, I have been, you know, I, I think I've, I haven't found complete happiness inside because, you know, mm. there's, life is going to have its ups and downs and, you know, I can say, oh, outside circumstances don't affect me at all, but, you know, sometimes they do, mm-hmm. you know, and, but the thing is, you got to just, you know, look at how you even got into that situation with those circumstances anyway because you know anytime you're in a bad situation it's just you know you're you're not if you were to value yourself as much as you should you wouldn't allow yourself to be in situations like that right and you know sometimes you just get sucked into shit but you know when you when you love and value yourself enough you'll you'll know how to work through that kind of stuff because Mm -hmm. how i see you know i believe the whole energy thing and i think when you fully accept and love yourself you know that life energy or whatever is just flowing through you properly and you're working at your fullest potential yeah 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 it's like i have a runner's high all day like i'm high on life man it's fucking awesome (laughs) yeah i mean yeah, I don't really have, I wouldn't say that I have that satisfaction yet of, like, being satisfied, but I guess I've always, like, thought that I was going to find it through, like, a profession, mm-hmm. like a job, but I don't know. I I don't think that I ever will, but, I mean, I think accepting that no, like, outside, like, stimulant or anything like a job or a a hobby or anything like it's okay that that's not going to be fully satisfying yeah i mean you know if you can't find peace within yourself at least try to do the things that you know help you feel at peace whether that be running or art or working out whatever it is Mm -hmm. you know always reach for what feels good in reason you yeah. know don't be smoking no meth or anything because right. that's that's just destructive mm-hmm. you know i've seen that play through too many times yeah um 
Yeah, me and um, Andy at work, we were not arguing, but having a conversation. I always think of it as like a debate, but that's just how I like. That's just my personality. Like yeah. I like to, I like to debate. But I was making fun of my brother because he was drinking a diet coke, and I was like, "That's bad for you. Like, why are you drinking that?" And Andy's like, "Let him enjoy himself for a little bit. Like." He doesn't do it every day. It's not that bad for you to do it every once in a while. Like, he enjoys himself in that second, like, drinking that Coke. And I was like, but in five minutes, he's not going to remember drinking that Coke. and But his body is going to be worse for it. Yeah, like, see. It's, like, it's a hard... I can't decide who's right. Like, should you enjoy the things that feel good for a little bit? Because, like... I don't know it gets you through life or should you be like only do what's best for you even if it doesn't make you happy like see the thing is like you know self-love is very important but self-love doesn't mean always doing the easy thing you know i've in the past couple weeks i've done a lot of things that you know i thought were really hard but you know after i did it I had this deeper understanding of what I'm like capable of achieving mm-hmm. and you know it's it's scary you know before you do something but when you when you kind of take that leap of faith and just say all right you know I feel this way and if I don't express how I feel it's just going to eat me up inside mm-hmm. so I might as well let it out and you know trust that you know, I'm doing the right thing by expressing myself, mm-hmm. and um, you know, it's it's not, it's definitely not easy because you know, it, especially when it's something you've never done before. Yeah. Because you're uncertain, and you know, uncertainty is. Are you like talking about buying your van and stuff? I was kind of talking about that crackhead fight I was talking oh. about. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I talked about that in my episode last night. It was like. You know, I I told myself earlier on in the week that, you know, because I, I, I believe in, like, the spiritual things and all that. And, you know, I think it's, you know, my, not my physical world job, but my spiritual world job to, you know, when I see wrong in the world, try at least try to make it right somehow. Right. In the most calm and you know reasonable way you know not That's hard not with fists not mm-hmm. with guns yeah. but with your words and the the power of your mind yeah and you know i've always you know I'd, i haven't fought a lot i've only been in like two fights but i noticed both times it didn't solve nothing no. you know it just made me and the other person more angry mm-hmm. and you know, this time when I used the words, you know, I had this just feeling that, you know, I didn't really know what I was saying. It was just coming out. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, I just knew that what I was saying was the right thing to be saying at this time to this person. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at first it didn't seem like it was working because she was still, ah, fuck you, stupid bitch, <laughs> you know. But then... You know, I got a message from her the next day, and she's like, she tried to, you know, defend the whole thing again, and then I 
you know, spit some truth at her. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it turned out she did learn from it and it was the right thing she needed to hear. And, you know, she made me feel good because she said I was like, you know, good with words and mm-hmm. that I could seriously help people change some lives. But yeah, you like being physical would not have done anything. And, you know, that's the thing. I I don't want to see that kind of stuff in the world. So why would I put it, put more yeah. of it here? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, that's why I hate like the idea of like war so much. Mm-hmm. Like, I understand that some people are just can't be reasoned with, yeah, but I don't know. I just don't like the idea of fighting over a disagreement or oil or yeah. something. You know, it's it's always something. It, I think it's just ridiculous that it's so like, uh. Sorry, it's so primal. Yeah. Like, two, like, monkeys fighting over a banana. Like, that's basically what we are. Yeah. (laughs) You know, how I see it is, if you feel the need to attack or defend yourself, you know, you got something that you're feeling guilty about. Or something that you don't want people to find out. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I don't know, the whole... I, I don't trust the government one bit, you know, I <laughs> I don't worry about them, but, you know, if they're telling me, oh, be scared of this, I'm not going to listen, I'm, you know, if that thing comes along my path, I'll deal with it when it happens, but I'm not going to live in fear of it, and, you know, have it never happen to me, and, yeah, I mean, the government isn't one person, yeah, so it's not like, um, one person is out to get you, but I, I get what you're saying. Like you can't live in fear constantly. There is a there's a fine line where like does you not fearing that thing affect others? Yeah. Like uh, an easy example is COVID. Like, oh sure, you might not fear COVID and you might be healthy enough, but my grandma isn't. Yeah. My grandma can't get COVID or she'll die. So you have to care about it. Because her life also depends on it. So, like, there are things like that where, like, sure, like, you have the right to live your own life. But keep in mind, like, your actions affect other people's lives as well. That's the thing, too. So many people are just so self-absorbed. You know, I got the COVID shot because Mm -hmm. exactly that reason. I, I wasn't afraid of getting it, but I knew... I was going to be around my grandparents and mm-hmm. older people that could die from it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't want to help spread that around. Right. But, uh, what was I going to say? <laughs> I do that all the time on this thing, dude. It's so annoying. Mm-hmm. But, um, um, yeah, I mean... You know, you got to definitely think of others. You know, this whole, we're all here together. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're just thinking about yourself, you know, what what kind of, I mean, there, it's hard because if you focus on yourself, you become the best version of yourself. And then I think it's just a process. You have to start by focusing on yourself so then you can get to a point where, you know, you you have control over your life and then then you can start mm-hmm. you know spreading yeah. 
you know, and caring about other people and making a difference in the yeah. world. But you can't do that until you make a difference in yourself first. Right. Yeah, I uh, I got advice from somebody once, like for like relationship standpoint, like um, they asked me what I look for in a partner, and I'm like, oh, this, this, that, and then he was like, are you like that? And I was like, well, no, like I'm not. So and he's like, well, how is it fair if you are looking for that and someone else, but you yourself aren't like that? It's like you have to work on yourself before you can go out and influence others. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the thing is, like, while you're working on yourself, you'll kind of... Because the thing is, we're born into this world just as, you know, as we are. And then, you know, we get that first label, which is just your name. Right. And, you know, that is the outside world telling you what you are. And then from that point on, you know, people tell you what you are. And then, you know, you, you you get lost. You lose connection with yourself. And then you're this whole different, you know, you're not lining up with who you want to be. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you, you got to, once you start focusing on yourself, you can kind of, it's like an unlearning process. You unlearn all of that stuff and you realize that, you know, nobody can put a label on you but yourself mm-hmm. and then you can add all of those qualities that you want to have to yourself and you can beat yourself like 100% and you know that's when you start attracting the kind of people you want in your life because you know you're not being you're not playing a character you're just being mm-hmm. you and yeah. people will see that and be like wow that's like that guy looks so free and happy and you know people want to be free of the the ego basically the ego is just that that unnatural character that has been created for you by you know other people and even yourself you know you trick yourself into thinking your things that you're not like you beat up on yourself and call yourself stupid. Mm-hmm. No, you're not. Right. You, you, you know, do something shitty and you're like, oh, I'm a shitty person. No, you're not. You just made a mistake. Mm-hmm. You know. I don't know. It's like yeah. I, I completely agree. Like, what other people say you are, you're gonna start to believe that. Like a, I don't know. Like a bully tells you you're stupid. Like. If he tells you it enough times, you might start to believe it. Yeah. And then you're going to start acting stupid because that's what you identify with now. Yeah. Like, and... but if you, tell your, if you tell yourself you're smart, if you tell yourself that, like, you're good looking, you tell yourself, like, all these positive things, you're going to start to believe it. And then it's going to start to be true. Yeah, exactly. You know, it, it's super cool because it's like... For me, once I, you know, I don't even call myself, you know, when I am talking to myself about myself, I don't even think of this Dylan dude, you know, mm-hmm. I think of just I, me, you know, the the basic unconditioned awareness that is behind this whole thing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's, it's super, that's why I... I always say that your awareness is god because you know whatever that awareness says to you about you you know that's what your truths are 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, even if you can't affect things in the outer world, you know, you can literally be the god of your own life just by, you know, dropping that old story and mm-hmm. starting over, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's always, like, been a cool idea to me. Like, what if I just dropped everything and moved and made, like, a new personality, like a new Caleb? Yeah. Like, move to a different state, and then these people, like, don't know anything about me. I can be whoever I want. Yeah. And then, like, in that situation, I can really, like, wait, like, I don't have any expectations. I don't have, like, any preconceived, like, ideas of what Caleb is. Like, I can just be whatever. Yeah. Just like, Caleb. Yeah. You can just but then, be Caleb. like, why don't I just do that now? Exactly. You know, that's the thing. And remember that uh, that book I gave you, the insecure or wisdom of insecurity. Yeah. You know, that's like the same thing. Why, you know, there's some reason why you feel like you can't just do that right mm-hmm. now. And, you know, it, we all have this weird thinking process that like oh it ain't happening now but it'll happen later yeah (laughs) but you know you're gonna say the same thing at that later point Mm -hmm. if you don't do you know you don't have to make a complete switch like that right Mm -hmm. now but you know you can start making decisions that line up to you know where that one where you want to be right you know your decisions are what guide you through this entire universe Mm-hmm. It's really weird to think <laughs> about. Uh, yeah. For sure. Like, I don't know. You can truly be, like, whatever you want. Yeah. Like, with reason. But, like, go out and do it. Like, yeah. Like, we're, we're working out. Like, our goal, in the end, is to be a better version of ourselves. Like, a stronger... Yeah. More healthy version of Dylan and Caleb. Yeah. Like, instead of just, like, dreaming about it, like, we actually put in the sweat and, like, the time, and, like, we're seeing results. Like, your actions 100%, like, can make a difference. Like, like yeah. a huge difference in your life. Like, yeah. I don't know. It, it's really awesome because, you know, it sucks. Like, sometimes I'm just like, oh, I do not want to work out today. Mm -hmm. But then, you know, like I said the other day, I was like, yeah, I was about to just be like, Caleb, I don't want to work out today. But I wouldn't let you. Yeah. That's that's the cool part about having a partner, too. You know, you can't just not go. You know, you got to tell somebody and you're going to piss them off when you (laughs) tell them. They're not pissed. Like, I wouldn't piss you off, but you'd be like, come on, Dylan. You know? I've gotten mad at you before. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that, man. I, I don't know. Things, you you know the whole thing. It wasn't nothing, mm-hmm. like, personal. Yeah. Basically, I ditched this guy, <laughs> like, twice to freaking skateboard or something. I don't know. That's whatever. I mean, we're, we're working out again. Yeah. I was like, no, I just lost Halo, man. <laughs> Come on. Um. But, uh, what, what do we got on there? Goals. Yeah, what are your goals, what we're man? excited for? Well, I mean, I think of it like short term. What about next five years? 
next five years. So I would like to have a college degree. And I would like to find a career that is uh, fulfilling and pays me well. So something that like I feel like I make a decent like effect on the world. Yeah. But like it doesn't have to be like huge. Like I don't have to solve uh, climate change. Exactly. But, like, <clears throat> if I'm I don't know, installing internet in like buildings or something like that. Like yeah, you're helping people connect. Like they need internet, like that's a difference. Like I'm helping. Yeah. So like something like that like I, in the next five years I want to kind of establish uh, my profession um, I want to I would say continue to stay like physically and mentally healthy mm-hmm. um, that's not like a black and white line like a profession is but like I don't want to ever give up a uh, a healthy looking body, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. For sure, dude. But take care of your body and it takes care of you. Right. Um, I would like to probably find a house. Like within the next five years. Like that'd be pretty cool. Oh yeah. You know I'm gonna be over there all the time, homie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I've I've been fortunate enough to save up a lot of money like this past year, so I shit you not, guys. This guy teaches me how to <laughs> well. I can't say he teaches me because sometimes I just like I'm like, <laughs> but you know you you have made me more conscious about how I, you know, spend my money yeah. and all that. You know, like I've said, I money isn't really that important to me, mm-hmm. but it is yeah. important enough that I want it in my life. Yeah, like that's just something that I'm passionate about. Like, I don't know, I just get excited about money. Like, I know that, like I said earlier, it doesn't give you happiness. It doesn't give you anything fulfilling. Yeah. But it's something that I like to work towards. Yeah. It's kind of like a video game, like you were saying. Like, I enjoy, like, the challenge of, like, saving money and, like, like dreaming about, like, or, like, making goals for money. Yeah, what you can do with it. Yeah, like, I want to own a Tesla someday. Like, that's a goal. Like, that's a monetary, like goal of mine it's super materialistic like i get that but like i think that's okay and with your beliefs it makes perfect sense because you know if you don't think Mm -hmm. there's anything you know spiritual or anything after this like it would make perfect sense to you know Mm -hmm. focus on material things because you know that's you know you believe that that's pretty much what it is right you know then that that's the important stuff to you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, wherever you find comfort in life, whether it be through money or, you know, a car or meditation, whatever mm-hmm. it is, you know, as long as you can make yourself comfortable while you're here, you know, who cares what it is? Mm-hmm. As long as there's not some evil, you know, because money isn't good or bad. It's just money. Right. It just depends on what you do with it and yeah, how. It just magnifies who you are. Yeah. It's basically, yeah, it's like a big magnifying glass for the world to see who the fuck they looking at. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like you, uh, like a, like see a rich person, like 
keeping all their money and not helping anyone. Like, that person is, like, that person is not a helpful person to humanity. Like, whether they have money or whether they don't have money, it doesn't make a difference. Like, <clears throat> you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I guess I could say it like this. Like, if there's a poor person who likes to help people or who doesn't like to help people, when he becomes rich, he's not going to change that. Yeah. Like, he's going to keep living his values. Like, money isn't necessarily going to change. Yeah, because, you, you know, he'll see that, you know, giving really is receiving. Mm-hmm. Like, what you put out into this world, it's like what you get back, you know. And if you're giving out, you know, love and, you know, helping people out, people are going to do the same thing for you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so many people think that's not true. You know, they think if you treat others how you'd want to be treated, that person's going to fuck you over. <laughs> I've, yeah. I treat people how I want to be treated, and I'm treated exactly how I want to be treated. Yeah. You know, I've never really had problems with people. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, the one thing is with money, though, it, I, th- I feel like it can get to your head and change your oh, yeah, values. Yeah, for sure. But, I don't know. I just feel like if... If you're a bad person for money, like, you're going to be a bad person with money. Yeah. And that's the thing, too. I don't I don't know if there really are bad people, either. They're just people. No, I disagree. I'd say, you know, we think they're bad, but they're just confused. And they are, you know, they're lost. They don't really know. They don't know themselves, and they, they seek themselves in these like external things and you know they kind of just disconnect from who they really are and then you know obviously because who you really are you know deep down we all know that we're we would just want to see good in the world Mm -hmm. so deep down you know we're all good in a sense but you know once you get so far from yourself you know then you start being what they would call a bad person Mm -hmm. but you know you're you just haven't made the right decisions with the gift of life basically i don't know i maybe i'm just a pessimist but i don't have the belief that people are naturally good yeah i mean that's fine i look at it's i mean it's easy to see all the evil in the world but like even just looking at myself i usually have my best interests in mind and I don't think about other people. So, like, magnify that to a world stage. Like, I like to use Hitler as an example because he's, like, the worst person you can think of. Mm-hmm. Like, he thought he was doing what was best. Yeah. He believed deep down that what he was doing was right. That doesn't make it good. Like, he was a genuinely bad person. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I just... I don't know. I... I I just, I guess I don't agree with. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. You know, we all have our views. Um, like I said, you know, that's just one of my beliefs that helps me see more good in the world. And, mm-hmm. you know, it helps me feel like there's some kind of purpose to my life, I guess. Which mm-hmm. is to seek 
you know, pull that good out of people. Because, mm. you know, I feel like we're just a mixture of good, bad, and indifferent, you know? Yeah. And, right. It's not like good, bad, like a line, like a black and white. Yeah. And That's like I was saying thing. in one of my episodes last night, you know, there isn't really any such thing as hate. Because, you know, I, I've read like uh, hermetic philosophy and they say, you know, there's just a, a spectrum for every you know everything mm -hmm. you know they're like light and dark you know darkness isn't really a thing it's just the absence of light so hate is just the absence of love mm -hmm. and you know when you can you know see this hate is just a weaker form of you know it's the lowest form of love because you know you're still paying it when you're hating someone you're paying attention to them and attention just means that you care enough to pay attention mm -hmm. really and so i don't know when i when i see hate you know i kind of just test myself and i just fight it back with love mm -hmm. you know they send me this negative energy or whatever and i have you know when that comes to me i have i'm gifted with the decision to either i could either hold on to it and not do anything with it and let it just stay inside of me I could reflect it right back or I could change it into some other thing. And then basically it just cancel their spiritual attack. It's like, like I said in the episode last night, it's like freaking invisible mortal combat. <laughs> so that's how I, that's how I like to see it just because it makes shit fun. Mm -hmm. You know, who cares how true it is? It's like, I feel like I'm in a fucking video game. <laughs> like that's fucking awesome. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, I envy that, like, I definitely could work on, like, reflecting, or not reflecting back what people give me, like, uh, it's really easy for me to, you know, send back the negative. React instead of act, mm -hmm. you know, um, it really is just all about self-awareness, you know, you don't have to worry about what that other person is really doing. Because, you know, you don't really care about the hate they're sending anyway. You care about how you're going to respond. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. It's weird. Uh, like, awareness, it's like a muscle. It's literally like a muscle. You can work it out. Right. Whether that's through meditation or, you know, just throughout the day, just try to, you know, selectively hear things or... You know, just notice things you haven't noticed before. And, you know, that awareness will build like a muscle. And, you know, I'm at the point where I'm able to be pretty aware of what's happening inside of me and outside of me at the same time. Mm -hmm. So it's it's weird because you see how you are interacting with the world and how the world is interacting with you. And it's like this weird mm -hmm. And, like, I can't explain it because you'd have to experience it to know what the fuck I'm talking about. But, right. you know, I can't just be like, hey, Caleb, experience this. It's freaking cool. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We got a heads up. Yeah, we got five minutes left. Um, that flew by. Yeah, we got, we got some. That went a lot. It, they always go better than I thought they would. Yeah. <laughs> like, in the beginning, it's, like, kind of rocky. And then yeah. at the end, I'm like, Damn. <laughs> that was actually pretty impressive, dude. Yeah. 
but uh, I guess we got uh, we didn't really cross off much of the list, but um, well, I wasn't crossing anything off. But well, I mean, like I don't think. Yeah, I guess we covered. <laughs> what what is one thing that you're excited for in the near future? Like not just in your life, but in the the world in, in the general. World? That's a hard one, because there's a lot. Yeah, but and we're advancing so fast. Mm -hmm. In the near future, I guess. Um, I'm excited for a like cleaner world. You know what I mean? Like yeah, where we don't have uh fossil fuels like stuff like that yeah and like you know make biodegradable garbage and mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff yeah and... like i i am generally genuinely excited for a future where, pe where people care about like i don't know preserving life yeah on earth like it's funny because we're trying to go to mars right now but <laughs> i wonder if that's just you know are we just trying to leave our mess behind? Right. In, right. In, I don't know. It's weird. It's easier to clean shit up than build yeah. a fucking spaceship. <laughs> Go to Mars, you know? Right, yeah. No, but yeah, I'm excited for, like, that's why I want a Tesla, Tesla so bad. It's just something that I believe in. And yeah. it's, like, freaking cool technology. Like, yeah. drives itself, and it goes zero yeah, to 60 in, like, two seconds. When we were in Ben's Tesla, dude, that was... <laughs> Oh, that mm -hmm. is so sick. Doesn't it just feel like you're in the future? Like like this sick piece of technology that you just can experience now. From like the Jetsons or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know. I'm excited for uh, for that to be in all aspects of life. Like, just cool technology everywhere. Yeah, clean, clean, mm -hmm. cool technology. Yeah. I'm excited for that. You know, I don't know if I'm going to get it right away, right. but I'm excited for that Neuralink stuff. Dude. Oh, yeah. I feel yeah. like that will help us, like, evolve, like, hardcore. Yeah, that's some crazy, that's some crazy science that I know nothing about, but it's yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah, like, I'll wait and see if if it's, you know, going to turn out as good as we all hope it does. Because, mm -hmm. you know, that shit could just blow up in your head <laughs> or something. You know, I'll wait and see about that. But mm -hmm. once I see it's going good, I'll probably get it just so I have them freaking extra abilities or whatever mm -hmm. yeah that's one thing about me i don't or i get super excited about like technology technology like the vaccine for example like i'd be the first in line like i don't want to wait yeah like i i don't care if i'm the test monkey <laughs> yeah like because it's part of history mm -hmm. it's cool yeah. and you'd be the first person like yeah even if it went bad i'd be remembered for it <laughs> yeah you sacrifice <laughs> yep but uh, we're running out of time. Uh, it was really, uh, thanks for joining me on here, dude. Yeah, of course. Been trying to get this set up for a long time now. Yeah. And we well, just we've been busy. Yeah, but we got it now. Mm -hmm. um, and it's not the last time either. Yeah. I'll come back on for sure. Yeah. I mean, we work together. We can just plan one. We could literally do one on launch every day <laughs> if we wanted to. Right. But, um, yeah, so... Uh, I hope y'all had fun chilling with me and Caleb, um, and I hope you just learned something, maybe, I don't know, who cares? I'm sure there's something in there Yep. that provoked a thought, at least. Yeah, I hope so. I hope <laughs> you didn't go through that whole thing not thinking one thing. <laughs> that would be pretty impressive, actually. Mm -hmm. I'm a jealous meditator now. <laughs>
But uh, until next time, uh, you were chilling with Dylan. Peace out.